For whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith, which comes by hearing and hearing the word of God, rightly divided here with power, authority, and conviction by Bishop Eddie Addy from the Macarius Church headquarters. This anointed teaching will challenge you, strengthen you, and equip you for a truly victorious life in the Lord. Be transformed as you listen. Give attention to my words. Let us pray. Father, thanks a million for your word, your word in song, the preaching of your word as it comes to us. We pray for your mercy to show us kindness again and again. Lead us into all truth by your Holy Spirit the mighty Holy Spirit so that we can become what you want us to become. We thank you today. Please open our eyes to behold wondrous things out of your law. In Jesus' name, Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. John chapter 15. John 15. Let's all read from um, verse 1. All the way, I believe, um, through 16. A long passage, but it's good. Let's read together. Everybody, if you didn't bring a Bible... Um, it's always good to bring a Bible to church. Either it's on your phone or your tablet or the book. Hard copy Bible, that's fine. Let's start from verse 1. Everybody, let's go. John 15 verse 1. Go. I am the true vine and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. I am the vine Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch, and is withered. And men gather them, and cast them into the fire, and they are burned." If ye abide in me, and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments... 
Ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love. These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy might remain in you, and that your joy might be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another as I have loved you. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. Ye are my friends, if you do whatsoever I command you. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you, and ordained you, that ye should go and bring forth fruit, and that your fruit should remain. That whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he may give it you. The last verse, these things I command you, that ye love one another. Here ends the reading of his holy word. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his holy word. Can I have a big amen from the church? Today we want to look at Jesus' laws of fruitfulness. Jesus' laws of fruitfulness. Amen. Jesus' laws of fruitfulness. Now, there are several things we are going to look at, but I want to begin from the end. There are so many, but I just give you a few of them. So I want to start from the end of what I believe will be a good starting point for you t- today. And that is from verse number 7. It says, If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done. It shall be what? It shall be done unto you. Hallelujah. Let's add verse 8. He says, Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So, just to start from verse 8, he says, Herein is my Father glorified. What does it mean when God is glorified? When God is glorified, it makes him happy. When God is glorified, it, it, it sort of promotes him. It sort of beautifies or makes him like a good person or a nice person. Glory is beauty. Do you understand? And glorifying somebody is beautifying, making the person... Even when you look beautiful, are you not happier? Or when you have dressed nice, don't you feel happier? Yes. And the Bible says that herein, in this... This is how we glorify God. Some people say glory to God, glory to God. It's like we are glorifying God by saying glory to God. But Jesus is giving us another principle. And the principle is that in this is my father. This is how my father gets a certain kind of happiness. And he says that ye bear much fruit. So, ladies and gentlemen, as a believer, 
it must be your avowed intent to give God some happiness. Tell your neighbor, you must make up your mind to make God happy. God must be made happy. And God is made happy when you bring, uh, when you do what? When you bear much fruit. In the parable of the lost coin, and the parable of the lost sheep, and also the parable of the lost son, you see the revelation of the joy that comes to the father. And we are told that when um, somebody has a coin, or several coins, hundred, and one is missing, he goes looking for the one that is missing. You see, and when he finds it, he's very happy. <laughs> Is that not so? He's very, very, very happy. Now, you think about it. When you have, even let's say you have money in the bank, but you had some money around and you couldn't find. You see, you, you still look for it. You still search around. And then when you find it, you smile to yourself and you are happy because you have found what was missing. And so, Jesus was using that to explain to us the joy the father feels even though he has hundred children. When he gets one more child, some joy comes to his heart. Then he gave the parable of the lost sheep. He says, a shepherd, a good shepherd, when he has a hundred sheep, and one gets missing, he goes, he leaves the 99. Is that not the song that is sung that um, you leave the 99 and then you or you have to start from the top? Or they are not here. They are here, but they don't know that is their song giving. Mercy. Sing and forget chew, sing and forget you know you leave the 99 and you come for that one lost sheep and when he finds the sheep the bible says that he throws a party he, he, he calls his neighbors and then they rejoice over that one it's not that he doesn't he's not happy with the 99 but there is a feeling you get when what is lost is found. When what was gone astray is brought back home, there is a feeling. And that is what he's trying to say that when God looks at us, we are maybe like 99 sheep. We are a lot. Now you think about it. 99 is far more than one. And so somebody will say that why, are you, why don't you just content yourself with the 99 and just be happy. But there is a feeling that comes when what, let's say you are, sometimes even you search for some money, you never find it. Actually, I've, I lost some plenty dollars some time ago. I'm assuming that it hasn't been stolen. I'm still, there's a small portion of me that says that. I will find it. And the day I find it, you will hear of it. Yeah. Because 
although I'm, I'm still blessed and I don't particularly need that money, but the day I find it, you're going to hear of me. Because there is a feeling of, that you get from finding something that has been missing for many years and then you suddenly chance upon it some old trousers that you are about to discard. Then when you put your hand inside, no, here is your 1,000, and not even the envelope, you see, then when you open it, your $1,000 that was missing. Somebody say $1,000. That one there, it can never get missing like that. We will not allow it to get missing. Yeah, but there are some people, when they lose 1,000, they don't feel it. $1,000, they don't feel it. Even $10,000. Yes. Oh, yes. Some people don't feel it. May God bless you to get to that level. So God is showing you that also in his own life, he has people. He's like a shepherd. And when he's a shepherd, who chances or finds looking out for his sheep that is lost, that is missing. And when he finds that sheep, which is what is called soul winning. Yes. You are looking for souls or searching for lost sheep. Okay? And when he finds it, he rejoices. He's glad. He's excited. He's exciting. Yes. And so, when you win a soul, it is akin to a shepherd who has found a lost sheep. Am I saying the right thing? Yes. When you get a soul and you bring him to church, it is like God who is a shepherd whose one sheep is missing and then you found a sheep and brought that sheep to the house of the Lord. It glorifies him. It gives him much joy. God gets excited and it is exciting. Are you listening to me? So, Soul winning is not just a duty for a Christian, but it is something that brings happiness to the heart of God. Okay, so then the third um, story when he gives the parable of the son, the prodigal, who, who is called the prodigal son. Okay, because that was a son who was in the house. And sometimes there are people who are in the house. They are in church. Then after some time, they disappear. Some of them disappear. I mean, there are some of you, you know yourselves. Now we see you, now we don't. The day we see you, we are happy. Never think that we are angry with you. I always hear Bishop's voice in my head saying that when you even backslide, eh, you don't worry. Go, when you backslide, we are still here. When you re- revive, come back, we are here. We will be waiting for you. We are not angry at all. Come back to the church. Come back to the house. Yes, and they are self, even sometimes some pastors who have left the church have returned after many years. I know a, a, a particular, he's a bishop now, he's even a bishop. He left the church for 14 years. Wow. He started his own church, he was preaching, he had souls and everything. And for 14 years, he was a man of God of his own uh, right. Yes, after 14 years. He returned to the church. He told his wife, his wife wife told him, we are going back to our church. And he told the church members that, 
I'm sorry. We have been at this for um, some time, but I feel that I'm missing my father. I want to go back to my father's house. So, if, if you like to follow me, praise God. But if not, please feel free to find another church. And then he returned to this united denominations originating from the lighthouse group of churches. And over time, he has now he's now a bishop of this church. I told somebody who at least um, be clipping your fingers or you know you are in shock. Yes. Even another pastor, he he came back to the church after 17 years. Oh yes. You see, so sometimes when you see people who are fighting the church and insulting their father and so on, some of these people have said wild things. We are cult printed sent mails to us about we are a cult how the the, 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 the the characteristics of a cult a cult is like this like this about 21 points after several years they come back to the cult because they realize that it's not a cult it's a family that God put them in and then after 17 years he found his way back yes So, careful when you are not happy. Don't insult us. One day you see that, you say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You forgive me, forgive me. Let me come. But the things you have said with your mouth, you know, when you are coming back, it's not easy. So they say when you are leaving somebody's office, don't bang the door. Take your time. You are angry with the person. You don't want to work there again. Don't worry. Just coolly close the door. Gently close the door. Because you'll be surprised that when you bang the door, insulting the guy and walking out, you are, and then you get to your car, then you are trying to find your keys. You can't find your keys. Sana, your keys are in the man's house, in the office. And then because you are insulting him and angry with him, he has taken the keys. Now, how do you go and say that, please, I left my keys here? Well, the words that came from your mouth, too bad. And now you are telling somebody, go up there and pick my key for me because I left my key there. Because you are not happy with yourself. Relationships, they don't break them like that. Even some people who divorce, they remarry. In fact, it is said that statistics have shown that people who divorce often remarry. The statistics tells more for remarriage than for total separation till you die. And sometimes when they, are, they don't officially marry, they become boyfriend and girlfriend. They still sleep together, everything, everything. They visit themselves, they stay together, sleep in each other's houses like that. Ah. Sometimes you see your father and mother who have divorced. They are like lovers. But when you close the door gently, you see that, ah, that guy now, you, because you used to love the person. You, you used to, um, like, next week maybe we'll sing, uh, we are, we don't, kiss anymore. You used to kiss. We, are, we don't talk anymore. You used to talk. Yeah, we, we are not close. You used to be close. So when you are not happy, don't be angry and be throwing tantrums and knives and things. There's a cutlery. Everything in the house is thrown away. Plates are broken. Everything is destroyed. Hey! <laughs> are you listening to me? And so... In the story of the prodigal son, he says, the father 
is in the house and this boy comes to say that I don't want to be here anymore. I want to go away. And I want all that I can get from you. Whatever is mine, anything that you have in your will for me, give it now. And he collected everything. I think he converted uh, things to cash. If there was furniture or anything that was his that he wasn't happy about, he just converted it to cash. And then the Bible says he took his journey into a far country. Because some people go very far when they leave you. They go far, don't want to hear your name. There are pastors who don't want to listen to me. I remember one particular pastor. He and his other cronies, they used to put Bishop Dagwood Mills' messages on play. Then they'll play, then they'll look at what he's saying. They, they do criticize the portions. After many years, he came back to apologize. We didn't know what we were doing. See, sometimes when you are following people who have left, you will, be, you, will be, you will take off and go and then they will come back and apologize. Don't follow anybody who is just leaving. Leaving. Don't join them and say, hey, it's true. Very powerful. What you are saying, I agree with you. There are some people who think that this, 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 they own you. Just because you work under them, they think they own you. I, I, I like the way you are strongly, you know, facing the issues. Oh, yeah. They are not done any who. He has changed Christ. He has come back to apologize. Then you are carrying on with your things. And then yours may end up in a judgment you were not expecting. Don't we? Hey. Watch them. You carefully. Just be quiet and just follow your God and what you know. Then one day when the man can say, hey, I deal with Omokayo. These people. You will see them like this now before he realize he has changed. Then he has come back. Yes. So we have even formed an association of pastors who are not originally lighthouse. Like they have their own church, but they want to affiliate with us. We call them AD, affiliate denomination. You see his church is Mountain of Glorious Fire International Chapel Ministries of Jesus Christ of the latter day saints international ministries then you see that he's an AD he's an affiliate denomination and some of them were pastors of the UD before and in anger they left they have joined anyway so this boy he left into a far country and then the bible says that you know when you are far too like that you want to show that you are happy and you are enjoying yeah be on Facebook at a restaurant with food spread in front of you. Then you'll be sending messages. See what the Lord has done. Yes. <laughs> then you'll be playing that song in the background. See what the Lord has done. See what the Lord has done. What we waited for has come to pass. Because it's like my father's house, I was not eating. But now I'm eating well. Yes. Then you sit maybe first class. You are in first class. The, the first class, the seat is different from economy. Economy is like how you are sitting. Church is economy class. Yes. But we are all one. But in the aeroplane, there are differences. There are businessmen professionals from international ministers and presidents they don't join the masses they sit in first class 
When you see the seat, it's bigger. It's like a bed. You can change it to a bed. Yes, you can change it to a chair. Very nice sofa. Hey. And then they close some of the, the first class. You don't, they don't see you. Yeah, when you are inside, there's like a little cubicle. You are inside private with your own television, your own food. You order. That one, you order your food. Yes. Masses, they bring you their food. Chicken or beef? Yes, chicken or chicken or chicken or uh, beef or chicken or fish. I think chicken or fish, yeah, or fish. Pasta or rice? There's no. If you like, say that. Oh, me, I don't like any of them. Do Do you have something else? There's nothing else for you. But in business class and first class especially, they they they, they give you special treatment. When you come out of the aeroplane, where you pass is different. Can you hear me at the back? Huh? Huh? Ah, uh, yes, Bishop. Okay, I wasn't hearing that. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they are the first to come out. And they go out by a different route. Some of the airlines, they even put red carpets on the floor for you to walk on red carpets as you are going out. You'll be in first class very soon. wasted his life. So he was spending first class ticket. Oh, you have plenty money. Maybe your father leaves you, you are leaving your father one million dollars. It's like, wow! First class ticket is how much? Twenty thousand. Oh. Please. Two tickets. One for me, one for my girl. Yeah. Then he set off. Then he went far! I don't know whether Somalia or... (laughs) Those of you who were here earlier, there was a little episode and somebody was transferred to Somalia <laughs> so that he can go out of the life of a Christian who wants to serve God. God displeased. He was even fortunate that it was a transfer to Somalia. He could have died. God could have killed him so that his servant can be fruitful. But he wasted his living, riotous living with girls. His brother even gave details. I don't know whether the brother had friends who knew the? I don't know how he got. But he says he has wasted this this thing on uh, harlots. Yes, that means that he, that maybe he knew the way the boy's mind was working before he left. That ah, me when I leave here, daddy doesn't want me to have a girl. I will have a girl. Daddy doesn't want me to drink. I will drink. He doesn't want me to smoke. I will smoke. He doesn't want me to party with people. I will party. I will go to nightclub. Me <laughs> the day I leave this house, they will see something. And he left. Unfortunately for him, when your money is one million and it's piled up like this, when you start pulling, you see, it's like this, oh, but you pull, 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 it will be going down like this. Going down, going down, going down. When it is half, it's still a lot because it's a lot of money. Then it's going down. Then one day you put your hand there, you see that there's nothing to take again. Say, hey! Then you start looking in your pockets. It's like this pile of money that was like this is totally finished. It's depleted. And then the Bible says he began to be in want. And then he went to a citizen of that country. Because he was not, like, not from there. And the Bible says that the man sent him to feed swine. And for a Jew who is feeding swine, it's a very lowering and demeaning because they don't even eat swine. 
pork, pigs. So he was there. Yeah, he's feeding the pigs. And the Bible says that he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat. That, that, that means that he longed, even he had so much hunger that he longed for the food that the pigs were eating. Anybody who is, who is longing for pig, you know, even dog's food. When I was younger, my, my, my friend, his father had some very powerful Alsatian dogs. And they used to feed them with corned beef and gari. Hey, very rich. When they mix the thing, I would look at the thing and say, Jesus. <laughs> Wow. If I add small shit to this thing, it will be very nice. I would fain have filled my belly with the corned beef and curry that the dogs did eat. It's like you long for that food. Very serious. And his was pigs. And pigs, the way they are, their environment will be very dirty and so on. And if they bring their food and put it down and you are longing for it, then you must be in need. Dire need. But the Bible says that but nobody gave him. It's like even that one they didn't give him. One day he was suffering. Then he came to himself and said wow. How many servants in my father's house have enough to eat and to spare? They throw food away in my father's house. The servants. Not my father himself. And every big man in your house you always eat and leave some. Is that not so? Even sometimes you serve yourself, but you serve, you eat, I say, I've taken too much. Then you just leave the rest. Because you can afford it. Whether they eat it or throw it away, it's a bad case. They say, Come and clear the table. They say, clear the table. I know you don't waste food like that because everything will be saved. <laughs> we have to save it for tomorrow, for the evening. <laughs> I cannot throw this away. I will eat it after. But there are some people who can afford it. They just, it's like, yeah. My father's servants, they have plenty food to eat and to spare. And I am, I am dying here with hunger. Then the Bible says, he says, I will arise. I will go to my father's house. I will say to my father, Father, I have sinned against you and I have sinned against heaven. I'm not even worthy to be called your servant. I've stolen, I've taken your money away. I've spoiled everything. I don't have any more inheritance to my name in your house. So I don't deserve to be your son. But make me as one of your hired servants. Because my life will be better even as your servant. Than I, I tell sometimes, I say, you'll be better off as a house help. Than this, you're too known. You have gone to rent a single room rebelled against your mother, your father so that you can be on your own and you are suffering. Hey. You would have been better off. Somebody's house help you eat three times, even in between cry. And sometimes the food that is in the, in the this, you warm some and eat and wipe your mouth. Nobody will know that you have eaten. They do it all the time. They eat, you see a house help you share the body. Now share the funeral. Your arms have come. Hey! They eat sauteing. Yes. They drink milk. Some of you, you lock your milk under lock and key. Nobody should drink your milk. <laughs> because you know that if you leave it, the house help will 
do Gary soakings with one tin of milk. Something that you yourself cannot do. See that they are doing one tin of milk. No, 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 no water. Just the milk on the Gary with some sugar and granites. Yeah, enjoying and watching your DSTV. When you are there, you are shouting that you are, go out of here, go home. Don't worry at all. When you are out there watching all the channels that you don't want them to watch, you see that they are watching. Unless you carry your decoder into your bedroom. <laughs> and the boy, when he came back, when, when he even set off, by the time he got to his father's house, you see the heart of God the Father. He said, when he saw his boy afar off, he ran to the boy. That's what God does. You see, it shows you the kind of feeling God has. When somebody even tries, it's like you just make an attempt that you are going to church. You may not know, but God may send some angels or God may run himself to come and meet you out there somewhere at the station just because you've decided. Because God is always looking out for people who are, who are coming to his house. And then he fell on his neck and kissed him. And then he told the servants, bring the robes. Let's put a robe on his back. Let's put shoes on his feet. His shoes, he has sold everything that he was wearing and all the shoes that he had. I'm trying to explain to you the kind of feeling God has when a sinner repents. So look at it. He says, and he put a ring on his finger and shoes on his feet. Then he says, and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. Why? For this my son was dead and is alive again. You see, when a, a, so a sinner, the Bible says that we are dead in our sins and trespasses. Once you come to Jesus, you come alive again. And he was lost. Sinners are called lost. Lost sheep, lost coin. They are lost. Then he says, and he was lost and now is found. And they began to be merry. Then look at verse 25. He says, now his elder son was in the field. And as he came and drew nigh to the house, he heard music and dancing. That's what I'm trying to show you. Music and dancing is for people who are coming, who are saved, are coming to the house of God. They are coming to Jesus. And the people who are bringing such people to Jesus, they give Jesus, they give God music and dancing for bringing somebody to the house of God. God is showing you the heart of the Father. That this is God's heart. This is how it is when a backslider returns. This is how it is when a soul is saved. This is how it is when somebody who was dead in his sins and, and trespasses, repents and comes to Jesus, it gives him, he, there is music and dancing. Music and dancing. Go back to where he says the lost coin, the lost sheep. When he says that, when he finds the sheep, he rejoices. Yes. Either the woman, no, not the woman, the, 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 the shepherd. Think he, a man having a hundred sheep, go on, very next one, next one, and if he finds it, verily I say unto you, he rejoiceth more of that sheep 
than of the ninety and nine which went astray. Verse 14 says, Even so, it is not the will of your Father which is in heaven that one of these little ones should perish. Do you see? Oh. I think this, this version doesn't give us where he, he rejoices. That rejoices over The Bible says that therefore the heaven rejoices over one sinner that repents. That's the part that it's not in Matthew. I think it's in another, another one. Yeah. There is joy. So God is glorified when we bring forth fruit. So this Christianity where you are in Christ, you are just around, you just come to church, they are always preaching to you, you are always sitting on one chair, only you go, only you come, only you think of yourself. During the week, you never think of anybody. You never help anyone. You are not helping anybody to know how to read their Bible. You are not helping anyone to know how to know God better. You are just as I am without one plea, but that the blood was shed for me and that thou bids me come to thee. Oh, Lamb of God, I come, I come. That is not how God is glorified. God is glorified when you involve yourself in saving souls establishing souls bringing them to the father yes I say unto you Luke 15 beautiful that likewise joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repenteth more than over 99 just persons which need no repentance are you listening to me God the Bible says that likewise before likewise is what? Before likewise is what? Before likewise. And when he cometh home, he calleth together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. I have found my sheep. That's why we call you sheep. <laughs> That's why we call the members of the church, we are called sheep. And he says that when he finds that sheep that was lost, he calls his friends. And then they rejoice. Then he says, and when he cometh home, he, he cometh home, he calleth his friends. He calleth his friends, verse 6. Yes. Saying unto them, rejoice with me, rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. And then he says, even so likewise, joy shall be in heaven over one sinner that repented more than over 99 just persons which need no repentance more than more than more than more than it shows the heart of the father maybe you don't concern yourself with that but that's how Jesus said that this is herein is my father glorified John 15 8 he says that when you bear much fruit this is how God gets his kick or gets his joy this is what kicks him this is what intoxicates our father this is what makes him dance and, and clap his hands and, and twirls around and rejoices over one sinner one like this that's why you shouldn't just throw anybody away oh that fornicator you, see, you may seem as fornicator but God likes people who like him there are people who like God but they can't stop what they are doing it is through talking praying for them teaching them the word bringing them to church giving them a message 
I'm always recommending a message. There's a brother, dear brother, who was very wounded in some circumstances. Yes, and I was telling him, I believe God will put you through, if God wants to promote you, he will take you through some tests. Oh yes. So I, I thought to myself, I have messages, three-pack messages on how to pass your test and change your rank. I said, here is a good message for you. So I forwarded the messages to him. One, two, three, three-part message. By the grace of God, if I save that brother, I have saved maybe a whole church of people that he can reach. Are you listening to me? But here you are. You listen to the message, it's just for you. You come to church, it's just for you. Oh, how I love Sunday morning. Sunday morning, uh, invitations and what? Visitations. Yes, even you see the person saying that I love Sunday morning because Sunday Sunday is for church, is for God, is for preaching, Sunday preaching, Sunday visitation. Because after church, there are people who go for visitations. I called a dear sister during the week. She's traveled in about three months. When I was talking to her, she said, Oh, Bishop, you are the only one who has called me these three months. Then she called a, a lady pastor's name that she's also my friend in the church but she has not bothered to call me <laughs> so I faced my lady pastor that that lady is calling your name that you have not called her because you are happy with your 99 but when one of them just gets missing you are not interested in that one because you have your 99 already but that's not the heart of the father the heart of the father is that that one 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 just one even though the 99 is there or that sinner is there he has gone astray when he comes back he rejoices because that one has come back that's the father's heart that's why there was music and dancing and there's music and dancing in heaven when you help a sinner to be established in the Lord hearing is my father glorified so Jesus was pointing out to us that don't just say glory to God oh glory to God oh glory oh glory but tell yourself that it is when I bring a sinner this month I must bring somebody that when I sit here he's sitting here we used to call it oppression sit by your soul when I sit here my soul is sitting here when I sit here my soul is sitting here it's like there must be somebody that I am calling that I am talking to that I am working on that I am praying about to bring to church so that God can be glorified and the Bible says that when you bear much when you do much of this that this is a lot you will see that God is happy oh let us give heaven some rejoicing let's give heaven let's give heaven some some partying and dancing and music I know our instruments when we we, we play and we worship it gives God some joy but I can tell you that the greatest joy you give God is when you bring a soul to the master and don't tell yourself I'm not that type of Christian there are some Christians who don't care I don't care if somebody else gets saved I don't care if somebody goes out if they'll go, because you see even as we are working on you it's not simple like that hey there are some people, they bust them. They take somebody who has 
the money he has taken his own money he has taken a bus he has brought it to the house he has talked to this person he has visited him he has preached to him he has talked to him he is bringing free of charge and the person will run away from the house wake up early in the morning so for then you tell yourself that do you see is it that I mean why am I worrying myself if you want to go to hell go to your hell me I want to go to heaven so if I'm trying to help you and you won't come be there but we don't speak like that I think there's even a song that says that yes it's like I have to do the work of him who sent me and God has sent you it's not only me that he has sent he sent you too tell your neighbor he sent you too you are in the sending and you better become concerned about it so we can give God some glory clap for Jesus number two Jesus' law of fruitfulness fruit bearers are guaranteed answers to their prayers verse 7 he says if ye abide in me and my words abide in you you see you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you we use this every time there's a prayer meeting and um we are praying for needs. It's a very popular scripture. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will, it shall be done unto you. So today we are going to pray. Whatever need you have in your life, if it is in your marriage, we want to pray about it. And as we pray now, it will be done unto you. There are some people who don't have husbands. Pray, a husband will come. There are some people who don't have jobs. Pray, a job will come. God, the Bible says, God has promised us that if we abide in him and he abides in us, we can ask whatever we will and he, it shall be done unto us. That promise is not for just people who are having a prayer meeting. That promise is for people who are bearing much fruit. Yes. Jesus said, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abides in the vine no more can ye except ye abide in the vine or except you abide in me so abiding in Jesus the, 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 the natural if you like the offshoot of that thing is your fruitfulness he says abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself so the reason for abiding in Christ coming to church reading your bible I mean confessing your faith in Christ being a part of a group being involved in the work he said when you abide in Christ it's like you are in Christ Christ is singing you are in the singing Christ is preaching you are in the preaching Christ is ushering you are in the ushering there are many aspects of things that Christ is involved in for his church he says I will build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it that thing that he's building involves ushering it involves aquaba ladies who are um, who stand at the door what do they call them airport stars okay airport stars thank you very much airport stars those airport stars like these 
air hostesses who are dressed and they are just you are welcome you are welcome on board say you are welcome on board say you are welcome and they say what uh, KLM they, they say those things but Ghana always doesn't say this. Uh, oh, they say, they say, they say. Every airline you see them. Oh, you are welcome, sir. You are welcome, sir. You are not a sir, but you welcome, sir. Welcome, sir. Some people don't. When they greet them, you know, he's in a hurry to put his uh, check check bag somewhere because he has about three bags that he wants to put somewhere. When he say you are welcome, sir, it's like this is not what is important. I want to put my bag somewhere extra luggage. He doesn't want to check it down. So, he's full. <laughs> Ghana must go. Are you there still? Yeah. Abide in me and I in you as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. That's why many are not fruitful because you are not abiding. But he says when you abide and you bear fruit, you will see the result of it. You will ask. You see, the premise on which you have confidence to make requests before God is your fruitfulness. And Jesus says that when you bear fruit, you abide in me and I in you. You shall ask. You shall ask. So you are abiding and you are abiding. So you are bearing fruit. The one who is bearing fruit is asking for something. He will give it. That's why when you have children, even the children who do well, you give them special gifts. Not the child who doesn't want to learn. You want him to be a doctor. You couldn't be a doctor. You want to push your son to be a doctor. To cover your shame. No, you couldn't do science. And you couldn't be a doctor. And many of us who couldn't be doctors. We want our children to be doctors. So that we prove to the world that there is science in our head. Only that we chose arts. <laughs> So you can see the boy is struggling with chemistry. He can't do physics. Hey, he doesn't understand that the, the, the elective mass is so complex. He, he doesn't know what is happening. Hey, you do it. You do it. Hurry up. <laughs> but arts is also not bad. Though. They become the politicians and then they have the contracts. Yes. And the science students are in the hospitals. They work very hard. They, they, they are students are the lawyers. They become politicians. Most lawyers are politicians now. Because they talk a lot. <laughs> and economists. And they are in charge of their finances. Yes. And they do the financial engineering. And they are the ones who bring the leverages and all those things to amortization of future earnings <laughs> securitization of future earnings <laughs> and then they do some massaging of figures and here and here and here and then before I realize that something are balanced into the account they are eating then they do the debt exchange yeah they, they go to IMF the doctors are in their clinics they are, they are just sharing paracetamol <laughs> And going on strike to get there. Have you seen politicians going on strike before? <laughs> I've never heard since I was born that the minister of roads and highways has gone on strike because his salary is not paid. He doesn't even look at his salary. 
when they travel hey they will get their money and come even some of us who are working in public services we're not big men when you go two days and come it's more than your salary two days three days you go and come now more than even nigeria here or ivy where you go and come no, more than your salary then the then the the ubuntius hey, they are eating are you listening to me Let us give ourselves to this glorious mission unreservedly. Let us dedicate ourselves to Christ and to his work. Yes. Kwame, I like it when you are acting. You are portraying the revelation in the preaching through your little drama that you are doing to make some people who like pictures and cine and movies able to also relate with the message we are preaching. Yes. And thinking about it and doing it excellently is also a work of God. And when you do it a lot, you will bring forth much fruit. Somebody will be coming to church, he just wants to see the guy who is always acting and the way he likes is funny, is very nice, he makes me happy. When the one who is leading worship and praises, you will see people running from the car park because they don't want to miss the, the thing. Because they are running to the house of the Lord. All these, you are working for God. Oh yes. There are people who are to be sent from here to go to other places within Accra and outside Accra. There are people who have been transferred to different countries and when they go, they take the church with them. Yes. To extend the work and they are pastors of churches in different countries. You should see them. Only the natives are in the church. It's not Ghanaians even. 100% natives. Hearing the word. Bearing much fruit in other lands. That's why the song that the um, freshly sang that how come you stayed in one city and in one town and in one place and in the place where you thought you would prosper. Uproot yourselves from your comfort zone. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how God is served you. If you follow God with this type of, I come to church, sit down, come to church, sit down, you will not enjoy Christ. He enjoys when souls are saved. And you too, you enjoy Christ when you are involved in this type of work. It's more exciting. It's more exciting. That's sitting down. That's why sometimes you don't feel like coming to church because just sitting down for them to preach is not as exciting as you are also preaching, you are also helping others, you are also encouraging somebody, you are also helping, you are making a call You are, and I have this telepastoring it's a very very powerful telepastoring it's a very good work I think our meeting will shift it to 3 o'clock telepastors meeting teleshepherds meeting 3 o'clock, please, 3 3 o'clock are you here with me? Oh, you are not here with me. If you want to be a telepastor where you take a phone and you call people, it's Sunday morning. We are going to go to church. Bishop has asked me to call you. I want to encourage you. God has blessed us in this church. In fact, I want to talk to you about a message I listened to there. Can I send you this message? If you have any time, you just listen to it. I mean, that sort of thing is more exciting than you just dress up and come to church. When the weather changes, you will not come. Hey. The weather has brought itself like this, like this Sunday morning and tomorrow is Monday. If I get a little more sleep, it Monday will be more enjoyable. 
you are involved there are people who are bashing sometimes they struggle with the money to bash the people there are people who are coming to church but they can't come because they don't have the money to pay for a bus and you say look this is also my work this these three buses how much is it okay every week i also give this so me and you we partner up i bring the money you bring the souls we put them on a bus we bring them to the savior as we are coming god is running to meet us because there was a backslider who has now come to church and as he's on the way god is meeting us on the way god is responding to us when you stand to pray and you stand to lift up your voice oh you will see God hearing your prayer and we've been following this God since we were young he has not disappointed us we are following him on this since we were young today there are several people who are distributing bishops books and helping people to read them in different countries when you hear the story of his youth when he went to London the universities were closed for a year and he went to London to go and um, be there for a while, just a bit. Father sent him there. When he got there, he said, look, I'm in England. I'm going to also do the work of God. He bought Kenneth Hagin books. He bought Kenneth Hagin little, little books. He started distributing to backsliding Christian. Those days when you are a Christian you from Ghana, you go to London or it's backsliding. Because you used to call London Babylon. When you go to Babylon, you are, you are finished. But he went around looking for all these people, searching for them, giving them books. Nobody was paying him. Nobody was telling him, do distribute books. But just his own Christian will, he said, look, I must be a fruit-bearing Christian. And he now gave these books to them. Today, there are several book ministers of Dagwood Mills that are distributing the same this same thing that he was doing some people are doing it they give it to pastors they give it to churches they give it to individuals and they are also distributing his books the seeds that he sowed many years ago have borne fruits that he himself could never think about oh yes jesus said when you are a fruit-bearing believer, when you talk to God, He hears. I told the lady, I said, hey, You've got a child. You are crying for another one. Crying so much that you don't even come to church because you are depressed that another one is not coming. I said to her, Oh, sister. You will not hear the end of this. I'll use you to preach, sir, that you are ungrateful. I said, this counseling, I'm not pampering you. And I'm not sympathizing with you or empathizing with you. I am rebuking you for your ingratitude. Yes. Yes. That you have one child, you don't have a second one, so you are sad. You don't even come to church because you are so depressed. It's like, uh, what? I said, ah. I said, if I were God, I won't give you another one. With this attitude, I am going to give you another one. With this attitude, and this is our year of being grateful and thankful. And this is how you, you respond to God after giving you a nice husband who loves you. And giving you a, a daughter who is very intelligent and beautiful. And yet, because you want a boy, because you want a girl, you are sad. 
But rather, no, you should position yourself as a fruit-bearing Christian. Somebody, you've been a Christian for so many years, serving the Lord and working in the church. Is it now that you are going to turn your back on God? Rather, no, position yourself as a fruit-bearer, as somebody who is also encouraging others and bringing them to church and helping them to love God and helping them to stay in the church and see whether God will not surprise you. Why are you complaining? Why? You got pregnant. There are people who want to be pregnant even once like this and even to abort. Say, oh yes, I was pregnant for three weeks and it aborted. Christ means that I was pregnant. They haven't got it. When your pregnancy, nine months you have carried, then you went to hospital. There are people who go to hospital, they deliver, it, 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 it does, the baby doesn't come. He, she comes that the baby doesn't come. There are people, I know a sister, she was in the hospital after nine months, the baby died at delivery. Now, when you are he say, oh, Bishop, you are not being fair. What, has, what is fairness about it? We are talking about great, great uh, your friends say, gratefulness, gratitude, appreciation, and being thankful is what attracts God's blessing. Well, working for God is what attracts, not when you are in the church, you are just looking for a boy to marry. So when they are even worshiping, you won't sing. When they are praising, you won't pray. When they are praying, you won't pray. Praising, you will not attack. Because like, you haven't got a beloved all this time. Why is it that every time you come to church, what is the use of coming to church when I don't have a husband? There are people who have a husband. They want to run away from the house. Huh? They, were, they are praying that the asthma will die so that they can be free. Huh? Yes. So that they can have a by election to get another one. <laughs> and you have got. And I'm, I'm just appealing to you to be a little more grateful to God than complaining and running away. We won't come to church. You are bored. You are not happy. It's like I'm so depressed. I can't come amongst people. Ah! Sister. God cried. God has only begotten son. You and God are in the same category in terms of children. <laughs> God gave his only begotten son. You have a begotten, a beloved daughter. You begotten a daughter. You are not happy. I say, I'm not papri you. I'm not, I'm not trying to sympathize. I am rebuking this one, dear. I'm a pastor, but this one, I'm rebuking you for. I was angry. I was opening my eyes. I was, I was, I was, I was shaking. I said, no, how can you do this to God? You see, and sometimes based on your attitude, you say, you know, you cannot serve God. Jesus says that this type of answering prayer answers are given to be a lot of Christians you don't want to do anything for God you want just him to bless you and his answers for prayers they are not that's perhaps why you have so many people running to prayer meetings every day crying Lord bless me oh Lord my job and you have a job you won't thank God and you won't be grateful and you won't serve him in the job you are now looking for a better one This is our year of being thankful. You can look at your attitude. 
Every man who has come into my life, he ends up going to marry somebody else. So I don't feel like coming to church. Ah, bah, sister. Look at your beautiful face. Eh, what is the use of this beauty if no man is coming? Eh, sister. Sister. Thank God, oh. Look at your Brazilian hair. Today my singer was singing. I don't know whether it's bone straight, double drawn, but she, she was swiping. I said, hey, your hair has come and now you are shim like this. Shim like this. Look at you. You won't be grateful. There are people, their hair is pen-pen-pen like that, but they don't even have the money to buy double drawn, bone straight or uh, uh, single drawn, <laughs> bone straight or, or I don't know what other bone straight or liver straight or intestine straight. I don't know what other straight is there. Oh dear, dear, dear me. Curly. Okay, thank you. You have friends. Friends who call you. There are people who don't have anybody. Birthday like this, you see that. Not even happy birthday from a father or a mother. The father doesn't even remember your birthday. Lift up your eyes and look up to God and show gratitude. Lord, I thank you. Thank you for what you have given me. And what should I do in response? I must bring forth much fruit. I must do well. I must help this church. I must bring somebody. I must be involved. Even if I can't, I, I feel shy talking to people. I band with two or three other people. Let's do it together. Can you? Are you not the type who can speak? Even Moses told God that I cannot speak. God gave him Aaron. Aaron will speak for you. You go with Aaron and the two of you go and do the work. So when they went, you see in the Bible, and Moses said, and Moses said, and Moses said, offer you to be Aaron. But God said, he will be your mouthpiece. You will be to him like God. It's a partnership. Yes. And one day you see that when God is rewarding, you have a reward as well. You have a reward as well. May the Lord bless you and make you truly fruitful. May there be nobody in this church that is called barren in the spirit. May the Lord bless and strengthen you to be more fruitful in God. Stand to your feet, please. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Somebody's husband is assured already. The Lord has blessed somebody with a beautiful husband. Beautiful wife. For allowing yourself to serve him in his vineyard. Lift up your hands and pray right now. Father, thank you, Lord. Balota Bala. Let me be fruitful in your house. Let me be fruitful. Let me be involved. Oh, yes. Mandola Marades. I can pay for a bus. I can encourage somebody to be on a bus. I can bring somebody to church. I can make a call. I can encourage somebody through telepastoring, calling. Talking, helping, Balota Sandalabaha, Repota Siega Bandalamaha, Rabiendeleme Shudia Bacade, Yes Lord, Dajileme Korada Basataha, E Mashonda Labarodasa, Yes, mighty God, mighty God, Balire de Sosomia Kadai, Indelemo Shabaderia Bahanda Labada, Rabako Sada Yamala, Rabite Sodeleme. 
Oh yes, that I will be fruitful. Fruitful in your vineyard. Fruitful in your house. Serving God. Balindele mo shandalamana. Rema kosayagada. Iberia basandalamanundere. Yes, Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. Give you honor. Give you honor. Give you honor. Oh yes. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Touch my heart, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Take my hands, Lord, and my take my hands and my feet, Lord. Touch my heart, Lord, speak through me. Oh, if you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Yes, Lord. I know you can use anything. As we lift up our hands to you today. Take our hands, take our feet, take our mouths, take our hearts. And if you can use anything, use us. Use us in your kingdom. Use us to bear much fruit. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands unto the Lord. Now, if you are here today, you are not a born again Christian. Somebody invited you because he believes that God can come into your life and change your heart completely. And if you are here like that, you want to, uh, you want me to pray for you, you want to give your heart to God, you want to be a born again Christian, wherever you are, lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Lift up your right hand so I can pray with you. Anybody here like that? Somebody invited you, but you know that you are not a born again Christian. If you are to die today, you may go to hell. But today, things can change. God can come into your life. God bless you. I see your hand. Lift them up. God bless you. I see your hand. I see your hands. I see your hands. God bless you. If you have lifted your hand, I want you to come to me right here. I want to pray for you. Come. Keep coming. Keep coming. It will provide your Keep coming. Come running to the mercy. Oh, come running. Please lift up your two hands here. Say after me, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. Please forgive me for all my sins and wash me with your precious blood. 
Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. From today, I belong to Jesus. I will follow Jesus for the rest of my days. Please write my name in the book of life. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name, Amen. Let's now get ready for the communion. The Lord bless you as you partake of this awesome meal. Awesome meal. The body and the blood, they are for your healing. They are for your life. Jesus said, if you eat my body and drink my blood, you have eternal life. Archbishop, please. You have eternal life. Eternal life is coming into you. Yes. 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 It's coming. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse 16. First Corinthians 10, 16. The cup of blessing. Hallelujah. The cup of blessing which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? I hope you understand and you know that we are not in a normal place. The Bible says that when we come to church, we have come to the city of the living God. Hallelujah. So you are in a very different place. You are in a place of miracles, a place of healing. I don't know what you need from God, but this is your opportunity. When the preaching was going, God was moving. And when the music was going, God was moving. Now it's time for communion. God is still moving. Hallelujah. And I want you to believe God and connect the communion to something that you need the Lord to do for you. Maybe you need a certain turnaround. You need a certain correction. Maybe certain chemicals in you, the readings are not encouraging. But I can tell you that we are in a supernatural place. And we are about to take a supernatural meal. That has more power than medicine. And has more power than anything that you can ever come across. The Bible says that the cup of blessing which we bless, hallelujah, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, lift up your bread and say that the body of Christ, say to me it's a miracle, say to me it's medicine, say to me it's healing, say thank you Lord for this blessing you are sending to me. In Jesus' name, the body of Christ. Eat it. Thank you for the blood. 
blessing that you expect receive the healing that you need somebody's healing has just landed receive a turn around in your life that you needed the power of the communion is bringing this mysterious turn around somebody's no is becoming a yes and somebody's dismissal is opening a door to a better job in the name of Jesus. Believe God. The Bible says everything shall work together for your good. And in the name of Jesus, this communion is turning things for your good. Receive goodness. I said receive a turn around for good. A turn around for good blessing. I said a turn around for good blessing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Lord for fruitfulness. That has become part of us. That we shall not be we shall be fruitful in your house and that you shall have joy when you see us you'll be excited when you see us thank you lord for this blessing in jesus name and everybody say amen we have no doubt that you have received a blessing from the word of god preached by bishop eddie addy do join either of our Victory Secret Services from the Macarius Church Headquarters, East Egon Hills, Accra, this and every Sunday at 7.30 and 10.30 a.m. Connect with Bishop Eddie Addy on Facebook Live, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. God bless you and lead you in a series of victories.